0: Into the Apex Podcast is going on the road, giving you the energy of motorsport from the source. We'll be trackside for the GT World Challenge IMSA and the NTT IndyCar Series at Mid Ohio VIR, Indianapolis Motor Speedway, Petit Le Mans. And the historic 60th running of the Rolex 24 Hours of Daytona.
1: Visit now, Pit now.
0: Visit IntoTheApex.com for the latest dates and locations. Where the world of real and virtual auto sport meets. Mad Sim Racing Media presents the Into the Apex Podcast.
2: is the into the apex podcast coming to you on location from historic indianapolis motor speedway for the intercontinental gt challenge eight hours of indy
1: into the apex is coming to you on location from daredevil brewery it's indianapolis so of course this is where we are we've got a couple of pitchers of beer we've got some pizza in us and we're ready to kick this weekend off at indianapolis for the indy eight hours Uh, This is Tyler, I'll intro our regular crew. Cody and Jerry are with us. You know those guys from every indie show we've done. Uh, India is the place where they are. Uh, I'm excited for the first time. Let's do a drum roll. Full-time cast member of Into the Apex, his first time on the road with us, Patrick Stein. Is here on the road at Indianapolis.
2: I've made it. <laughs> Better Come, late than never.
1: <laughs> coming to us from Chicago, Patrick is here. Yep. G- good to have you on site.
2: I'm glad I'm here. <laughs> and uh, hopefully, this is the first of many.
1: That is right. We'll, he'll be at Daytona coming up in January. Cody will be with us at Petit Mans in less than a month.
3: Less than a point. month, yeah.
1: And uh, Jerry's with us. Uh, he was our, our co host for the Indianapolis 500. He's I- got. He's got his magic iPad to look up any research that we need over the course of the evening. Uh, so gotta be good
3: for something. <laughs> I just want to point out also. You said we have a couple of pitchers of beer. We had a couple pitchers. We're down to about a half a pitcher left now. But yeah,
1: there will be more. There, will, the sun is still up in Indianapolis. It's October. It's a chilly October. Uh, there was it was a dry day uh, here in Indianapolis, but uh, it was not a warm day.
3: No, no, chilly, windy all day long. The only place the wind wasn't affecting us was in the stands at turn one for the road course, turn right. four oval, and that's because the stands blocked the wind coming to get yeah. us. That's yeah. the only reason why.
1: Yeah, that, That's a good spot. So we, uh, Cody and I were here at the road course, uh, both of our first time seeing the Indy road course. Um, and we were in turn seven for most of that, or at least I was. Cody did some reconnaissance the day before and checked out most of the options for viewing. Uh, but that was my first time in Road Course Turn 1, Oval Turn 4, and uh, that's one of the top spots to, I think, view road racing at this road course. I think I would uh, sit there for IndyCar next year if I visit again.
3: Yeah, I think it's better... I'm not sure if it'll be good for the IndyCar unless they use the carousel layout. The only reason it's so good for today is because you get so much of it, and uh, Turn 7 in NASCAR, IndyCar, is now Turn 8 with this because they had an extra turn with the carousel or whatever, but uh, yeah that gives you half the track to watch basically Uh, you're watching the first half of the track you can watch the run down through turn one through turn four and that section going around the carousel and the start of the run to the back stretch. we did some time in turn seven and it wasn't near as exciting there as it was for nascar and indycar and i'm kind of surprised at that i wish we could have gotten down it looked like it was closed off to the new sections on oval one and two coming to pit road but we did get a couple vantage spots from the top of the pits and gasoline alley that were pretty good i think we got a good selection of places to look for tomorrow
1: yeah i think if you come i mean coming to this particular event uh as any gt race or or even sometimes ember race imsa races uh it's pretty laid back atmosphere uh it's general admission to the max so you can kind of move around and at indianapolis for this event that means scouting out the stands on the infield the stands on the outfield uh, and kind of seeing if you say you're a, somebody that wants to buy tickets for the 500 and you're thinking about the infield uh, behind pit road, those those stadium seats, uh, you can try those out. So that's an interesting thing.
4: Yeah, I, I was I, I kind of disappointed a little bit by the crowd. I expected more. I mean, I didn't expect it to be full by any means. Um, it, it looked to me like maybe there was a thousand people there. It's a huge mm, place. That. So yeah, it's, it's probably even more than that. But. It just, it, you know, it was it was more exciting than yesterday. I think there was a little more excitement in the crowd than yesterday. But the cool thing is, like you were saying, uh, Tyler, is you can go anywhere you want. You can walk anywhere you want. You get a paddock pass. You could literally walk up and touch the cars. Um, it's not like you know the big events where you're roped off and you can see them from afar. You can um, get in the cars. They I was were letting say, kids yeah. sit in
3: the cars and yeah. everything. Yeah, um, so, yeah. Well, some of the just kids p- even just asked pretend to be if a they kid. could.
1: Just pretend to be a kid, Jerry. There you go. There you go. No, Are you looking
3: enough? Yeah, thank you. <laughs> yeah,
1: you notice
4: all the laughing going on here. Um, but but the best part was, Tyler, like you said, you could. we walked around, and I think we found maybe our favorite place even for the Indy 500, which was actually on the infield up in the stands uh, in corner four because you could see – uh, really about three-quarters of the track because you could yeah. see behind you and in front of you Corner if you were one, at, the, yeah,
3: that, at yeah. the
1: top of the stands.
3: Yeah, as long as you can get the top. If you were two or three rows down, no. though, it would not be no. good seats at all.
1: Yeah, yeah, you would, only, you would only see the TV and the front stretch. Correct, yeah. yeah.
3: yeah. That.
1: So Patrick's just getting into town tonight. So Patrick has not been inside the track at all. I'm, I don't. He
3: did get to see the pagoda, though. He got to
1: see the put. So I want to get your impression. So this is our third time... Second time for Jerry, uh, Patrick, You, you. we met Patrick in the parking lot. He got into town just as the action concluded. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, but your first time approaching IMS, approaching the Pagoda, you can see it. It's a massive track. It's massive grounds. Yeah. What's your take on, as a motorsport fan, approaching this historic place for the first time in your life?
2: It was the holy fucking grill. That's what it was.
4: <laughs> Patrick, were they running cars when you drove up? Did you hear them? No.
3: Okay. okay. No. So you're you in for a just treat in the morning. Just missed it then, because they're noticeable from outside. And whenever you yeah. called, they were, they had just finished the hyperpole well, fine, for yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, that Unlucky break there, but. I was
2: lucky to get here at, in the time that I
3: did. That is so, true. So we're glad you never, made
1: it. I'll never forget when I came for the Indy 500, which was impromptu. If anybody listened to that episode recalls, we weren't planning to come to the 500 until less than a week before the event and the three of us less came. than a week it
3: was three days <laughs> three days <laughs> <Yeah>. that's right
2: <laughs> hell of <a> notice
3: <laughs> uh,
1: and uh, I had to go in and pick up my parking pass I arrived so I arrived at the court, the track first and I assumed they were doing uh, two seater rides and I had never seen IndyCar in a day in my life and I, I roll up and uh, see IMS and I'm like oh this is real this is happening and I roll my windows down because I think I hear cars it's the, I assume the two seaters and uh, listen to the sound of the Indy cars echoing, and you'll you'll hear this tomorrow. The way the IMS is, Patrick's holding his heart. <laughs> the way IMS is laid out, with the pagoda, the stands on either side on the front stretch. Yeah. there is an echo of car of, of car engines, whether it's an Indy car, a NASCAR, or a GT car. No. There's an echo that comes out to to those approaching it, and then when you go in the tunnel, that's a whole different thing. When you go in the tunnel to enter the road course. Um, that's special for a motorsport fan because it sinks in when you're approaching this place. This is a Formula One grade circuit. Formula One drove here plenty of times. Uh, the Indy 500. The Brickyard, The Brickyard 400. Um, yeah. This is a place that's important to everybody, whether it's a TC team, whether it's a, a unique class in TC. A Skip Barber team. A Skip Barber. Uh, you can see that when you're, when you're on the ground here. You see what this place means to everybody that competes on it, regardless of what that competition is.
3: And everybody competes on it. The SEC yeah. runoffs are here. All the classes that are here this weekend. But speaking of sound, let's talk about the sound of the cars a little bit. Because this is yeah. my first time seeing the GT cars in person. Jerry, is this you as well? It is. It I is was absolutely. impressed. The Audi and the Lamborghini sound a lot like an Indy car going by at speed walking underneath the tunnel this to this morning we made that comment because we had been here for the 500 watching them go by at speed at the fence yeah we'd been here for the grand prix and the nascar um the merc sounds more like a stock car than anything else on the grid or the bentley uh,
1: or the bentley The bentley sounds more than the merc
3: yeah the bentley is a lot deeper the merc sounds more flat out nasty though the bentley sounds like a refined deep v8 um the merc is just flat out nasty i think one of the other team members i was talking to in a private message said that uh their inner eight-year-old likes the mercedes more than anything else just because <laughs> of the way it sounds it sounds like you think a big powerful sports car yeah. would sound yeah but what, the, what about the mustang though? The, the mustang oh, yeah. gt4 yeah. The gt4 was pretty that's, that's, in, that's that, not
1: a gtd in emsa no, no it is not no. and
3: it's not a gt4 we have an emsa um it's not a GT4. We have an iRacing, so we don't get to hear the sound. The Mustang GT4 was the best-sounding GT4. Are you saying it that? Was, it, I am saying You're that. You're saying that uh, definitively. Definitively. It, it agreed. It was, agreed. Okay. It was not even close. It was the only one you could hear that was on par level-wise with the GT3 cars.
1: You're not going to see the Michelin Pilot Race because of time for uh, Road for for Atlanta. Uh-huh. But uh, we caught that. Bradley and I caught that at VIR. There is a uh, Chevrolet Camaro. Camaro. Yeah. G- G- uh, that GT4 would be the only one. Michelin Pilot. I yeah. would give, that's mean sounded. That's yeah. the
3: only one I would say would give it to the run for its money because they're both – well, I'm a Chevy fan also, so um, I would definitely have to go with the Camaro over that. I used to drive a Camaro. used to own a Camaro. The well, Camaro is my car. That. I'll give you that. Um, but the big American V8s just compete. Sound-wise, more so than the European V8s do and V6s and they're the powerful. engines that they're running. And they sound powerful.
1: I'm going to piss you off, Patrick. Oh. I'm going to piss you off to your face. <laughs> <laughs> because... Oh, okay. so, Save that so for the hotel room, okay?
2: We'll get into that. We'll get into that. Whoa, It's always better to
3: be pissed what off than say? pissed on. What are you no, saying?
1: I'm sorry. We'll get into that in a second. Thank you very much. Okay. Uh, I, I but hope we're not getting into that. Jeez. <laughs>
2: uh, what did I sign myself up for? <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> um, I don't know how to transition out of that one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so here, here's... So I have seen, uh, and it's it, it makes me think of NASCAR. I have seen a today and uh, throughout the GT America, uh, a Toyota Super GT4. I've seen the Mustang GT4, and I've seen a uh, Camaro GT4. And uh, it makes me feel like I'm watching the future of NASCAR, where there's a large wing on the back, and they just NASCAR becomes GT4s with American manufacturers.
3: I don't Maybe. think you can. I mean, because you're kind of pissing me off with that. Also, <laughs> yeah. You you have, at least you have to both to be provo- I'm You're both local directors here, and you're trying to piss us both yeah. off. Is what's happening? <laughs> I'm so. trying to be.
1: I'm trying to be provocative <laughs> with this.
3: I don't think you'll ever see that because a NASCAR car is going to have more horsepower than a GT4 car is yeah. going to be. Yeah. If you wanted to compare them with GT3s, yeah, that's fine. But yeah. they don't compete IMSA wise in the GT3 class. They are only GT GT4s. Do you guys
1: want to see a Chevy GT3 or like something American GT3 besides uh, the Corvette GT Lama? Obviously, the Corvettes, which coming. will be
2: a GTD Pro
1: right. now. Yeah, yeah um, that's true.
2: I, I like to see like a GT4, or like
1: a Camaro.
3: Right, I, w- Impossible. I, w- I think you know. You'll see it a
1: Michelin Pilot one day, I'm sure. You'll yeah. make it to a Michelin Pilot. And I think Road, that's Road where, America. We'll probably meet you at Road America one yeah. day.
3: I so. think that's where the Camaro and the Mustang are going to stay. They're not going to. Chevy will not move, and Ford won't either. Since they had the GT in the GTLM class, they are not going to move the Ford Mustang or the Camaro into the class above them where the camaro and or the corvette and the gt ran they're just not going to do it yeah they're not going to run it on their own territory <laughs> so so <laughs> you
4: guys sorry they're cracking up and uh having, I can't a, keep a, straight having a great time with I'm each sorry. other here let uh, me transition it's a little Daredevil bit ipa it, i'm it, so sorry let me transition a little bit here what 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 sound, (laughs) since we're talking about sounds here, what car sounded, had the most
1: surprising sound to you? Well, I've never seen a Bentley before. So when we went to GT America or GT Challenge at um, VIR, the Bentley wasn't there, so I'm not sure where it came from. Okay. You don't know where it came from?
3: (laughs) I I think we all know where it came from. Cody, you were going <laughs> to say something. The most surprising sound? Like I'm, I'm happy to see how close iRacing got all the sounds to uh, the cars that are on the track. I would agree um, with that. That surprised me. We yes. were talking and and going over. The most surprising is probably the Porsche, yep. because it sounds better in real life than it does in iRacing. A lot better in real life than it does in iRacing, but it's still not the top. The the, top on my list is still the Lamborghini slash Audi, since they have the same motor. Um, Those are not as good at idle, but whenever you hear them going by, whenever you hear them shift shift, and it bounces off the rev limiter and you hear the pop of it as it shifts, it is, even whenever they were pulling off a main street last night for the parade and they were on the rev limiter and they were sitting parked And they put it in gear from neutral, and it did that clunk that anybody that drives the Lamborghini in iRacing knows. Whenever you put it in gear for the first time, it has that buzzer alarm in the car, and then the clunk of it going into gear, it did the same thing. The dash on the screen of the steering wheel was identical to the dash in iRacing. iRacing did an outstanding job. And then you hear it on track. And from the outside, it sounds like you're watching a replay camera of it going by. Mm -hmm. It sounds identical to it. The Mercedes is number two on my list there. Mm -hmm. And again, they nailed it. It is a nasty, gnarly sound at idle that goes into a low rumble whenever it's going through the gears downshifting. I wasn't expecting the Porsche to be number three on my list of that, though. You guys that seem like not like want that. No,
4: I was going to say, I think you've heard me on other uh, their podcasts. I haven't been the the on much. The way you are but, with
3: Ferrari, we are with Porsche. We do not like the
1: Porsche. Oh, uh, We but, are not. But, but, Rob's not here, but I'll let's table the Ferrari. Don't let me forget that. All right. Oh, but oh, but boy. I will tell
4: you, both not only from an iRacing perspective, but just a real-life perspective, I was not expecting the growl of the porsche I, I was expecting a sewing machine i really was
3: if the merc didn't sound so nasty and please my inner eight-year-old the porsche would probably be second on my list yeah. if the merc <laughs> yeah. wasn't so yeah. good so i was
1: pleasantly surprised by the porsche i really I, the porsche is i mean porsche is beautiful I'm not just saying that because I... don't I like the look of a car. <sighs> it's yeah, it's a VW Beetle. It, I mean, yeah. no. sorry. It's a,
3: it's a
0: Beetle. No. It's a, it's a Beetle. I disagree. It's a Beetle. I
1: disagree. I disagree. It's a Beetle. Patrick, tip the scales here, please.
0: Tip the Wait, scales.
3: The, I can two, do, two, to, one. two, two to one. Two two all ten.
2: I can do is look two at that IndyCar over Tyler's shoulder. That's all I can <laughs> yeah. do right now.
1: Behind me at Daredevil Brewery is the Indy IndyCar Factory. To my right is AJ Fort Racing. To my left down the street is Junkos Hollinger Racing team with IndyCar. Uh, quite special. How do you feel, Patrick?
2: I'm letting it soak in.
1: Let it soak, soak it soak in. in. Patrick <laughs> literally just got here and we've kicked off uh, into the apex.
2: I haven't eaten much of anything before I came here and then I started drinking and eating. Eh, whatever.
3: Fuck it's good
1: it. times. That's the way Patrick is. That's well, what Patrick yeah. does. He dives you right in liquid, head Liquid first. bread and
3: pizza, you're good. That's right. uh,
1: breadsticks pizza daredevil is an outstanding place we want to shout out shane pearson and the crew at daredevil brewery because this has been our home away from home every time we're in indianapolis pizza's so awesome it's good stuff we've, we got a second one one wasn't enough we had to get two
3: well you got four hungry fat kids you know yeah, you that's, that's, like a pizza. True. that's right
1: <laughs> we've been walking around for two days straight we're gonna walk down, walk around for a third day straight
3: that was the other thing that was
4: really cool about this is that literally from what 8 a.m till 6 p.m there's racing There's time trials. There's qualifying. There's racing. Everything from Skippies, yeah, Yeah. everything from Skippies to TCs to the GTs. I mean, it's fun. And tomorrow, eight hours of GT racing.
1: It's a festival of sports car racing and road racing. It really is a festival. As one series completes and does its podium, the next is teeing itself up. Yeah, and And the thing that's
4: really cool about Indy, and maybe I I, it just seems unique to me. Maybe it's not, but is we come to Daredevil and we just saw a few minutes ago one of the race teams comes walking in and you know I mean it's like the race teams are right out here at the the wherever that in the community yeah, mean, I mean,
3: we're literally across the street from AJ Foyt racing so right, yeah. uh, it's it is it's ridiculous how close the community is it seems with the Speedway itself how close you can get to the cars and the and the crews and the paddock there's a 300Z that wants to be a GT car driving
2: by if you yes, I'm if you
3: sure everybody that can in the hear. Background,
1: yeah, I'm sure everybody can hear.
3: Yeah. That's a <laughs> <laughs> unfortunately it's probably faster than a couple of the <laughs> GT cars that were on the track for the GT America race. Not the GTs, maybe the TCs. <laughs> or the Janetta. Oh, you oh, that oh there Genetta. was oh, can we talk about
1: that? The Janetta? How come the Janetta flagged? Flag?
3: You, you you we were wondering the same thing. There was one car so in both GT America races the number... 70 McLaren um, won the race the dominated. 40 minute race by over 35 seconds <laughs> last night's race he won by almost 42 seconds and had lapped everyone up to 5th this morning's race he only won by 32 seconds and had lapped everyone up <laughs> oh, to 7th what, what
2: a fucking slacker man <laughs> however
3: that was the GT America Sprint Races so in the qualifying for the Eight hours of Indy tomorrow, he's only 20th. The car that dominated the GT America field by over 40 seconds in a 40 minute race is only 20th on track. For the eight hours of Indy tomorrow. Now,
4: now let's be fair about one thing. The eight hours of Indy qualifying is all three drivers averaged out.
3: That is correct. As opposed
4: to the one driver.
3: That is correct. So, However, in all three sessions, we noticed they were yes. between 15th and 20th. <laughs> yeah, were, that is true. They are starting where they are, seems to be where they needed to be. Uh,
4: yes, yes. The fact, I noticed that that one, when we got to like the eight hour qualifying versus what we saw earlier in the week, the factory teams really, I mean, the yeah. top what five team spots are all Well, there isn't a lamborghini
3: yes. in the top 10 no. the first lamborghini is k Pax in 11th
2: k Pax um, is strong the top
3: three is an af corsa lamborghini and then a factory audi effort and mm-hmm. then one of the mercedes efforts yeah, followed by another af corsa ferrari and two more factory audis the factory effort came out very very strong and i believe those those six were within a second and a half of each other lap time wise. Yeah. It was a very close top five.
1: Yeah. The so let's highlight let's before we get into I want to talk about TRG. Uh, but And Ferrari. Ferrari, table that. I was actually mm-hmm. gonna mention Ferrari Jerry. I know. Because I l- have let's let's ESP. mention briefly, let's mention the factory ESPN? efforts that uh, the factory efforts that stand out to us no, walking I was through take the paddock. <laughs> Cody's grabbing some pizza, a little snack. Um, Audi, strong paddock presence. Really, really cool looking paddock uh, garage. Ferrari, so cool to see the Ferrari presence here. Because Th- obviously, some of these teams put their cars on container ships and shipped them to the United States for this event. That that blows me away. That that makes add adds some gravitas to this event. Well, this is the
2: largest field.
1: Yeah, this is this entry list has been touted. Uh, This is a hell of an entry list. There's a McLaren. There's the Lamborghini. There's, uh, I mean, the factory efforts here are are very impressive. The diversity that you see walking through the paddock. As we walk through the paddock, plus the Paddock Plus area, um, the diversity that we walk by, the conversations you catch.
4: Yeah, I was going to say, how many languages did you Right, exactly. I mean, even what is it, what is it, bamboo? No, uh, an Asian GT
3: team. They, they were they, making. They were commenting about that on the uh, loudspeakers. Yes. Is that the uh, Bamboo Racing team? It usually. Yeah, they, uh, r- they race in
1: the Asian series. They race series. in the GT series.
3: Challenge Asia, but since they can't travel countries because of COVID, they've yeah. come over here and done the American series. Yeah,
1: that's that's special. That I I like <laughs> as a, as a fan of this type of racing, and this is a, a niche type of, of of racing, as we see from the crowds, uh, but that makes. You get bang for your buck there. You get you get people that know what they're looking at and appreciate what they're looking at. So this is what I want to see. I want to see teams come in from all over the globe. I want an intercontinental challenge. That's what we're seeing. It, as it, a side note.
3: Add, yeah. As a side note for the paddock plus pass, I'm going to do a hot take here. Tomorrow might be worth it. Friday <laughs> and Saturday, I don't feel that the paddock plus pass gave us anything that we weren't going to get otherwise. I feel a little bit been out of shape, and I'm sure Roger Penske listens like he- wholeheartedly <laughs> to our podcast, so he'll take this to heart. Um, the Paddock Plus Pass gives us access between the garage and the catch fence in the pit, but only for about half of the GT3 pit. The other half of the GT3 pit is in front of the stands that anyone has it's access open. to Yeah, between the stands and the catch fence. And the only team of note that I really recognize in the Paddock Plus area was, a, of course, a Ferrari.
1: Ferrari, Lamborghini, no, uh, K-Pax was there.
3: K-Pax is on the other side. Well, they're on both the, sides. Well, yeah, I guess they're right at the right at the edge the, of being the... The, the open side right, is on... The, the open side of the garage, but their pit area is on the side that anybody can go true, to. True,
1: true. Um, If you're a Ferrari fan this weekend.
3: If you are a Ferrari fan and you want to sit outside in between their pits and their garage stalls, the Paddock Plus Pass is definitely for you. Tomorrow may be a little bit different with live action on pit road the entire time. You can go and you're going to be four foot away with a catch fence between you for the uh, pit stops that they do. But for Friday and Saturday, my hot take, which may not be that hot because we didn't see many people back there, (laughs) is that Paddock Plus Passes may not be worth the money. I, I wish that there was that they would give you somehow more access, and I don't know how they would do that without giving you access to a hot pit road, which for most people probably isn't the best thing to do. <laughs> I don't know what they can do extra for you unless they limited garage access to paddock plus holders also. But even the garage access is open to open to the public.
1: Yeah, most I of almost the paddocks feel is open. like
3: the wristbands that we paid for. Are, are you sure? Are you pointless. sure? Garage access was open to the public. Garage I access is open to the only thing that is paddock plus. I saw a sign standing yep, on the yep, pit wall. I saw that that said the only difference between access is paddock plus gets access between the garage and the catch fence. Okay, and then you had to have a special pit pass gotcha. to get from the catch fence to the pit wall. And
4: honestly, yeah. since the crowds, uh, the, the crowd was so empty, you could stand in the front row and see the same thing.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's not, it's not. Uh I don't know what you would describe it as VIP or giving you a, a broad amount of access, but I would agree it's not—it's not a lot. It's a little bit extra.
3: I was almost eh. expecting even like it to give us access to those pit road stands, like right. exclusively exclusive <laughs> right. access to those pit road stands, and it's not. <laughs> Anybody can go up there. Yeah. Even the stands that overlook the area that is the paddock plus pass—it's only one level above you. It's open to anyone. <laughs> You don't have to have a Paddock Plus pass to get there, and you're only three foot closer in ground level, which
4: only, to means Cody's that, rant.
1: which
3: only means that you I have didn't
1: a large view. I didn't, put, I didn't realize this had your gear so close. Yeah, what, 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 what is this? You know what's even
3: funnier? is I didn't even pay for the damn Paddock Plus ticket. I feel bad for
1: Jerry. Jerry, you, how did that happen, Jerry?
3: It was a, a, a trade? trade-off. Yeah, okay, we, I got gotcha. you. Something to do
4: with the hotel room. I don't know. Yeah, Jerry doesn't look <laughs> into
1: finances.
4: <laughs> <laughs> don't look me in the eye when you ask that question.
2: <laughs> the IRS is going to be looking at him
3: pretty soon, too. Jerry
1: is the IRS. <laughs> um, I
3: said, so money didn't even come out of my pocket, but I feel like that it's not. I feel like there should be something, whatever it is, something more. With the paddock plus pass, I would to, I would how, how do you feel having spent I, your own money for it, Cody? I'll talk to one of the
1: trophy girls for you tomorrow. <laughs> see if they,
3: <laughs> that will work out great. I,
1: I I will agree with every. I mean, I can't disagree with any of that. It's not groundbreaking, that's for sure. No, not at all. No. Um, so, what would I? What, what did I table? Let's let's pick up what we tabled. Ferrari. After seeing these Ferraris up close, the Ferrari Uh-oh. effort. Uh oh, would I be willing, Rob, to buy the Ferrari Evo, the new GT3? Would I be willing to buy it? I, Patrick's I'm, mouth just dropped. I might. His, I, his mouth just dropped. Oh, for fuck's sake!
4: <laughs> <laughs> I think. That's how, I think we need to take a how break. That's how hot take
1: this is. Is, is this sound, car? Is, is it? So last week at Team Hardpoint, a goddamn helicopter took off in the middle of an interview. Now at Daredevil in Indianapolis. A goddamn car is being broken into That's and broad daylight. That's how
3: hot take is. Is it set that fucking car alarm off? <laughs> is it ti- guys, is time? Guys, is it time? I'm a Honda Pilot anyway. Oh, it stopped. Yeah, guys, go.
1: is that is that the cue for a uh, a beer break?
3: Think? I think since we only have about a quarter of a pitcher left and all three of our cups are pretty much empty, it's probably time for a beer break.
1: Sounds good to me. We're about a half hour into this Indianapolis On Location episode. There's no end in sight. This is a special weekend for Into the Apex special weekend for motorsport fans we'll be right back on Into the Apex from Daredevil Brewery resolved we've all taken a little rest we've refilled our pitcher of uh IPA from Daredevil Brewery might I add and uh filled the corners with a little bit of pizza out here and everybody's having a good time (laughs) out here during the intermission uh this is this is a hell of a of a weekend for into the apex and for motorsport fans uh which the four of us are to the max uh before we were rudely interrupted by an suv's car alarm because somebody didn't know how to unlock their suv
3: at least they've left now
1: they're gone uh or somebody's gone with the car or
0: maybe it was stolen it wasn't (laughs) it's not the first car we've heard today either though
1: that's true um (laughs) should i
2: put on mine now
1: (laughs) yeah that's right jerry check your mic i feel like it's off make sure it's on test jerry's back everybody ladies and gentlemen jerry's back i didn't hear him in my headphones when he was saying something funny and jerry often (laughs) says something funny
3: you had no snare in your headphones
1: no no I, I i didn't have jerry (laughs) <laughs> jerry's now in my ear welcome back jerry
3: hey hey glad
4: to be here
1: so what i was saying before uh the rude interruption by a, a honda suv honda mm, um was uh, the ferrari and uh patrick was i was really kind of saved by that car alarm because i was talking about after seeing the ferrari effort out here in person first time really taking stock of the ferrari in person um would i so i've Long bit of holdout for buying any type of Ferrari content on iRacing. I have no Ferrari content on iRacing whatsoever. Uh, I've told that story on this show for long-time listeners. I'll fill anybody in, Cliff Note version. Uh, I was an early Lewis Hamilton, McLaren, Mercedes fan uh, as I became into road racing, into F1. And uh, at that time, I viewed, because of the rivalry between Massa and Hamilton for his first championship, excuse me, uh, I... (laughs) Ferrari That's, is the Death Star. The Ferrari was the Death Star. That is correct. Uh, they were the enemy, uh, and so I've I've had that undertone ever since. And uh, so I've not bought any Ferrari content, even with Seb and Kimmy driving for Ferrari. I like Seb. I like Seb now in the Aston Martin. I but didn't realize how Ferrari, funny he was,
3: but not in the Ferrari.
1: I didn't. Not in even the Ferrari. though he was in a
3: Ferrari literally twelve months ago.
1: Correct. Okay. All right. <laughs> you. You need you, – you need – Jerry's making fun of how I move the microphone here. Um, I'm trying to prevent any uh, organic sounds. In, to, to rela- this is not ASMR, Jerry. That's not the content that we're creating here. Sorry,
4: sorry go back to Ferrari. Back to Ferrari. Back to
1: Ferrari. So, well, no, what I was saying is every to, to be a sports fan, motorsport, sports, whatever it is, you need an enemy. Chicago – patrick chicago bears you hate who
2: fucking green bay packers
1: cody fuck the bears cody as a packers fan who do you hate fuck the bears
2: and who plays tomorrow packers bears
1: there you go so you need that though because that adds a little juice to it you do you need, you need, the need someone to pull for you need people to pull against ferrari for me has been almost irrationally of late sure uh the who i pull against but after seeing the ferrari this weekend I'm impressed. Uh, it's it's a fascinating effort.
4: What what, what impresses you?
1: I I want to say it's the car, and to a degree it's the car, but to a, to a degree even it's, though it's, it's the look of the garage, it's the the pomp it, and circumstance that wasn't comes with snobby
4: it. Snobby to you? The, even though the, Corsa the is, that, garage?
1: Is, that, is that what you would call it?
3: Yeah, and even now, to me the, the word Corsa looks, to, to looks, me the
1: word Corsa is snobby, but okay.
3: The car looks well. Generic. They had Corsa. The sound uh, is generic. There's nothing that that stands out. The Lamborghini is loud in your face in both design. There is one that looks like it came straight out of Rick and Morty with pink and blue (laughs) and purple and everything tie dye all over the car, lime green all over the car. The Lamborghini is in your face with sound and everything. The Merc is definitely in your face with that long nose and the sound. The Audi is in your face with sound. The Ferrari is just kind of there. There's well, nothing on yeah. track that stands out I, about I it. I will
4: admit it's just there, but it's there at the
1: front of the pack. To, to, yeah, they are. Yeah. To go back to what you said, Jerry, uh, Corsa sounds like a word Rob would say, which it is does. what makes it, set it so of arrogant. Corsa. Set of Corsa. I the yeah. Lamborghini Corsa. I feel, and, and I feel it's, a little it's, lift when I say you it. You need to
2: lift your nose up
1: I when you feel say a little, it. A when you walk by,
4: though, when we walk by the garage, it looks like the Italians are snobbing us. They're, like, looking at us like we're Stupid is that what you re- is that what you think? Really? That's what I feel. That's what you felt. That's what I felt.
1: Did you try to interact How with them? That
4: AMA? make you feel? Uh, it it made me feel small. <laughs>
1: <laughs> is this it the first me-
2: time you felt inadequate? <laughs> no, just today. No, no. Just
1: today. <laughs> oh, that's a that is a dark road we could go down here. But. Uh, <laughs>
3: It all started whenever I was three years
1: old. <laughs> oh no! Oh, Should
2: no. I lay down in the grass and uh, pretend you're my therapist? <laughs> oh no! you want me to rub your belly? Oh no! Belly, I don't
4: know Buddha how to belly. stop this. I don't know how to stop this. So back to Ferrari. <laughs> so but please, but they had, back to Ferrari. They had Corsa. I mean, it wasn't. It wasn't just they had. Corsa on the car. They had that's in, pretty petty. In of their us. garage, if, if, we're, had, if we
1: don't like them because of the word Corsa, <laughs> and that then we, that then we can't that's, like well, Lamborghini also. Yeah, that's Lamborghini very
4: petty. Corsa. No, no, no. It's, it's, it's not. It's not that. It's just the. It was. It was very pomp. It's like they they had they were sipping champagne with two fingers. So,
1: <laughs> so so. What's the opposite of that on the grid this weekend? You've spent a couple of days walking around. Who's who's your grassroots? Who are the the good old boys?
4: You know, if you go to any of the GT four garages. Like any of them. Random
1: Vandals, Connor Random
4: v- any of them. Absolutely. T R G TRG was a great one. I mean, they're guys just wrenching. The
3: fact that there are stickers on the side of their car has nothing to do with our opinion of that. (laughs) we're
2: we're going to
1: talk about that in a moment.
4: But, But But I mean, it's a group of guys who are just working together to wrench. And whereas, of course, it looks like you got your hired hands wrenching and the driver's too good to do anything but drive. You know, they don't even drive their own car out onto the track.
3: I feel like some of that's that half of the garage, though. And I don't feel like K-Pax is in that, and they were on that half of the garage. Um,
1: K-Pax seems to grind away. The, the K-Pax
3: garage, the Ferrari garage is one of the only ones that had the the ribbon barricade yes. to keep you out yes. of it. k did also whenever there were no cars there, but whenever the cars were there, they were out of the way. They were out there working. They were out there looking. They didn't mind if you took pictures. I, I agree with you, though, that the or, Ferrari garages, whenever you went up to them, they were just kind of giving you the stink eye. Like, wonder what was, you were doing Whenever was we were standing I? behind their pits. They were kind of giving you, the, they would look back and kind of look at like, what are you doing standing there type stuff? I think you were too enamored by the car to realize Maybe. what the crew members were doing. Yeah, and that's part of that. it.
4: I think the other part though is the Corsa Garage had the best of everything. And by gosh, I mean, hey. So, so Jerry, if if they have 4K TVs, you don't like them. No, no. All I'm saying is if you can afford the best of everything, you should be winning. Which, I mean, they are.
1: But come on. Well, they haven't won yet. Uh, We haven't gotten to the eight hours yet.
4: You're correct. You're correct. they were fast. They were doing a good job in qualifying. They
1: were. They they sure were. They
4: were doing a good job in qualifying. And it just seemed like most of the other teams are, you know, they're just out there because they love racing. And Ferrari's there to buy a championship
1: by a champion these are this is what i want we we sit down over a few drinks as motorsport fans and observers and we try to figure out what do we really think these guys are doing out here and i, I mean we made the observation walking the grid for two days straight uh, and walking the pit lane which was every we were admiring each different setup on the pit lane besides the yeah. paddock and the garage uh everybody has different technology everybody has a different setup uh different monitors and and different things the random Vandals team I, I made note of that has Connor Daly filling in as the third driver this weekend. Sun
3: Energy Mercedes.
1: Yeah. They had a very setup. nice
3: setup and a very nice looking car. Yeah. I, I've seen the brand around in other entries before in other motorsports divisions. Um, but they didn't have the. I don't know. Maybe it's an American looking at someone from a different country that is... You may have uh, just
1: nailed that uh, issue. Problem. Yeah,
3: Jerry. Um, <laughs> and, and that may be 100% it, but I i mean, I mean, agree. I think that there is something to do with... I don't know if it's a lack of respect of the Italians for an American, a historic American circuit. Could it could be
1: the other way around.
3: And it could be a, a, a lack don't of know respect of the... And it could be a lack of a respect of the heads. Americans of the historic... Italian brand. May, I don't know. Yeah, Maybe the way um, the Italians were looking, looking at, at us
4: was more like come hither, not go away. <laughs> that is
3: true. I, we don't I know. I feel like we're coming we full circle
1: know. to zero conclusions right now.
3: <laughs> well, <laughs> we are, except for the fact that you now like the Ferrari and Jerry that's and what we come it more, to. more so than we used to. So, are you going
4: to buy the Ferrari?
1: Yes or no? Not today. One word. Not today. Well, well obviously, obviously that's you're doing. not at your computer. <laughs> Patrick, <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing?
3: I'm just pointing come, out the obvious here. I'm just saying... Yeah, balance the scales, as he said. Let me,
1: let me just say that I bought the Lamborghini finally a month ago. And okay. I've, I've been obsessed so, with it. So I
4: have to ask you. I don't you have then. time gonna, for another car. I'm, I'm going to change subject just a little bit, but it, it's a By good all means. feeder from there. Yeah. Okay. Am I all the only guy who's really wants to buy, like, one GT3 car or one NASCAR? I mean, I've got
3: one NASCAR. Um, uh, That's one different to me so one me, So I bought two gt3 cars whenever i originally bought them um on the advice of people in the team on what to buy and they said if you're gonna buy one buy this one or this one and try them out and then just stick with one i bought the bmw gt3 and i bought the lamborghini gt3 i drove them both at hockenheim uh that first day that I bought them and I've never driven the BMW since GT3 wise. I have stuck with the Lamborghini ever since. So I am one of those that sticks with one car. And that probably taints my opinion just a hair on my feelings of the BMW or the Lamborghini
4: on the track today. Okay, okay. But but that you're kind of getting into the your love of a car or something. I'm talking something more like, you know, Rob, Rob's he wants to own everything. In yeah. i racing. That's right. 100 like, percent club. Yeah. 100%. And no I'm like, into, I don't need a hundred percent of anything. If if I've got one Xfinity car or one GT three, and I actually have two. I have the Merc and the and the Lambo. Those are um, the only
1: two G T threes you have. Those are the only two. That's that's pretty remarkable to me. Just like and I only have as the BMW and we the talk, Lambo. As we move from real racing and we talk iRacing so, as iRacers, so that's I would remarkable Like to me. more, But
3: I'm cheap. I don't have a need for them. I don't the Lambo, need, I, yeah, it's just the like, Lambo has served my needs.
4: The Porsche, Jerry, the Porsche. I, are you going to buy it for me? No, I, don't you want the Porsche? I don't because it's a Porsche and I'm not a Porsche fan. BMW. I,
1: mean, I own the BMW. It's not fun it's to ugly. drive. What are some of those other GT3s? McLaren? (laughs) McLaren
3: I don't own that one. I don't own that one either. That's probably
2: the one I don't
1: own. I
3: would buy the McLaren, but only after they update it from the MP412C to the 720S. That is... I've always been a McLaren fan. That is the one that I wanted. So, but all the videos and all the uh, reviews that I heard said that it wanted to kill you. And as a newbie in a GT3 when I bought, that the, was the not the car. The, the, the current well, wait, McLaren well, wants to kill you in okay. iRacing, and I did not want to deal with that. Okay,
4: so wait a minute. So Cody's kind of a little more along mine. Like he, he'll he buy a car, but if he doesn't like it, he'll buy another. Patrick, let's talk NASCAR. How many Xfinity <laughs> cars do you have?
2: That's To me, that's way cut though.
4: They all feel Cup the same. Cup cars,
2: I own two. Okay. I own the Ford and the Chevy.
4: Okay. And so why now those, I mean, people tend to like Ford or they like
2: Chevy. You don't find somebody who likes both. So why do you have both? The reason I have both is because last year I raced Ford to go with the team. Okay. So the team was Company racing man. all Fords.
1: Company man right okay. here.
2: This That's season, along the
3: same lines of the same reason I own the Toyota Xfinity car is to run
1: with the team.
2: This season, there's enough guys racing Chevy, so I can go, oh, thank God I can race Chevys. Yes.
1: Yes. I mean, Ford, you got so you can't see this in, in the Radio Land, but everybody just looked at me because I co-owned the team. Like, what, do you, what does he have to say about that shit? And uh, Ford doesn't pay us, so you can do whatever you want.
3: <laughs> but I that's understand the sentiment also is that if you want to stick with the team, that's the reason why on the Wednesday Night Cyber Series we run the Toyota, is because yeah. we decided that we were going to run the Toyota as oh, a team together. Wind down here.
1: Saved by Jerry. Saved a little beer cup. I didn't own the Toyota.
3: I will say that I like the Toyota dash and the Xfinity car better than the Chevy. Yeah. But overall, I like the Chevy better, and it's the Toyota is the only NASCAR vehicle that I own that's not a Chevy.
1: It's the Supra. The Supra is interesting to me. I like the Supra quite a bit.
3: It is the the interior of the car is better than the Chevy. The exterior of the car.
1: Yeah. In real life or in.
3: In the sim, I haven't seen... Interesting, really I didn't know they looked to, different in, in they the They are, sim. they are a lot different mm-hmm. inside. The yeah. uh, Supra, Interesting. the dash layout of the Supra looks more like a GT car than it does mm-hmm. a NASCAR stock yeah. car. Um, Maybe, that's, Xfinity, why have it. Maybe that's why I haven't. The XFINITY Camaro it. looks like the Cup Camaro, which looks like the Cup Silverado, or the Truck Silverado, which looks like the Arca car, which looks like the next-gen Camaro. <laughs> they all look the Except same. Except for the that, digital I mean, dash. Right, or, the dash that, and the yeah. newer versions other than the older versions, yeah. they all look the same. Yeah. Um, but they're, uh, the Super, just the layout of it, does look different. Yeah. Um, and I do like it. I would not have bought it had it not <laughs> been for the team deciding to do so. Right. But I do like it.
1: It's 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 nice. It's okay.
2: I ran it one year, and
1: I'm just waiting for a BMW NASCAR. Wait I don't for think you'll see, Wait for it, hot, yeah, for yeah, you'll see it. for the Yeah,
2: you're
3: going to see Pikes Fly
1: first. You'll see Mark. Mercedes. Yeah. You think?
3: I think you'll see a Mark and NASCAR within the next three years.
1: Interesting. I'm going to. Bench, uh, bookmark that that's that's an interesting hot take. take you yeah, will that, see hot to me you will
3: see mercedes and, and it's, nascar it's, it's in the cold next out ride. here in indianapolis next three years yes
1: i can't feel my hands but we're, yeah, we're making you can, this you happen. can
3: warm it up you can warm your hands up off that take <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> jerry's getting a jerry's tickled as, as my grandmother used to say Jerry's tickled. it's
4: 55 out here it's not not that cold okay. it's just that it's been 55 all day, all day. That's and right. we've been out in the 55
1: so all day so let me let me go into something else let's bring it back we've we've meandered into and when you when you add pictures of, of wonderful daredevil beer you're going to meander on any type of radio program uh but uh, i want to bring it back to where we are tonight and where we are this weekend at indianapolis uh, specifically, and and Patrick, I know we. It's a shame because you've not been here. You're kind of listening to us, probably building some excitement for tomorrow, because uh, you're going to see the proper event. And don't don't be sad, Patrick. Don't be sad. Smile, because <laughs> now, be Patrick, now Patrick's tickled. Uh, because you're in for the the top of the crop tomorrow. You're we've been pussyfooting around out here with preliminary matters. With our
3: with our forty minute races right. and the, Patrick's the ten be, second video clips,
1: Patrick's getting pure eight hours intercontinental I'm GT diving challenge. Diving in head first, baby. That's right, head uh, fucking first. So, so the thing is, so you as people, so let's tie so connecting this to i racing and i racers, sim racers, whatever it might be. Um, you come out to an event like this. I feel like this this type of thing when you when you come out to watch. An event like this, whether it's IMSA, Michelin Pilot, uh, SRO racing like this, um, it's a shot in the arm for anybody that's into road racing in the sim. We've been talking at length up to this point about GT cars and I racing, uh, and and why is that? That's because well, the three of us at least have spent the last two full days watching these types of cars that we're so used to seeing only virtually only listening to and seeing virtually handling virtually in our hands we're seeing them going around a road course in person uh... and you see this and you watch it as a spectator and i feel like and this is where i'm going to get in the weeds this is where i'm going to really stretch i want your feedback you can laugh at me this is i think this is kind of funny and comical this is i'm stretching here i understand that i'm gonna preface that uh... but When I've watched GT cars and even Indy cars going around Mid-Ohio in person, when I watch them go around this course in Indianapolis in person, when I watch them go around VIR in person, uh, I feel like I come back to the sim as somebody that's into sim racing and that's where I get my fix, my competitive fix, because it's the best we can do, uh, I feel like I come back to those courses and those sim cars with a little insight where I'm racing a little bit better around these courses because I, wa- I just stood and watched some professional drivers do it. Now, that's right. Jerry laughs. I'm stretching. I'm, no, I, I'm stretching. I know.
3: It's, I I'm mean, laughing. Do you
1: understand that? Does it make I'm sense? I'm
4: laughing because, yes, today I'm watching them go into turn one, and I'm watching, and I'm remembering I've driven turn one. Yeah, I, right. I simmed it. it You're com- you know. comparing it, but though, in your yes, mind. Yes, I am, and I'm, and I'm looking at it. And I'm going, ooh, I need to approach that a little differently, and I can't wait to get back and try it. I can't wait yeah. to get back and actually see exactly. if I can improve on my sim racing by watching these guys live.
1: Yeah, the line that they take. Yes. So mid-Ohio, going through the, the little hill and the slope portion of mid-Ohio, I was watching that in IndyCar and in, GT, in the GT cars. And I was thinking, that's a different line than I ever do. And, and maybe if I try to slow down and, and arc it like they're arcing it. I'll be faster in a sim, and by God, it, it it worked out that way.
4: And it's for me, it's uh, you know, and it's it's always been my problem in in sim racing is I'm always trying to be on the gas, and watching them today going to turn one, they break hard, they go into turn one, they give a little bit of gas, and then in turn two,
3: they're almost coasting. And yeah, it's I, it was weird, like because we were making comments whenever we went to the turn. Two, three, four hill. Whenever you see them come in, that they drive so deep into turn one, they don't yes. cut it and try to get a run in turn two. They they sacrifice turn two and three so much by their entry into turn one, well, and it's it's but, but so much different that, than w- what wasn't I would that more think of the GT fours
4: though too also. Well, but watching them from
3: even from the turn one mound, like the GT threes were going so deep into turn one, almost clipping the dirt on the on the left-hand side of Turn 1 after you apex, that it's like, that is so much deeper than anything else I've driven there. Like, why would you go that way? So, Cody, when when
4: you saw that, though, was it... So, most of the time I saw that was when somebody was driving defensively. They were braking late to avoid somebody passing them.
3: But I even saw the 70 car that dominated those GT America races do the same thing over half the time not driving defensively. (laughs) Yes. Like, it it seemed like... I mean... is I'm not a track maybe, expert by any means. I watch VRS yeah, videos yeah. for it. And I, I mean, those are aliens time-wise. But it seems like the line they were taking is so different than the line that just in turn one is so different yeah. than the line that I would take. Let me Maybe, maybe I can compare it to this. I'm curious because
4: I think maybe what we both saw was a little bit of inconsistency. And I remember one time, um, if I can relate to, I, I watched a professional golf match, a master's tournament, and I went out and watched it. I'll make it story quick, but um, I went out and watched, and what, what struck me the most was a lot of their tee shots, how bad they were, but then their second shot recovery was incredible. And so I'm wondering if, at this level, a lot of these drivers just aren't that perfection consistent. Mm -hmm. but they're just such great drivers they can recover and what we saw was more inconsistency rather than them trying to take that deep line
3: it could be it could be but to tyler's point we both went back after indy road and drove indy cars at the indy road course it's not it's not a hot take to think that this gives you the feeling to like you gain some insight it makes you want to do it to see to compare yourself yeah In the sim to the real-life drivers, the real-life times, even though at that time it wasn't the same course that they were driving. It was a completely different course, but it it gives you that drive to want to go out and do better. And I think I did pretty decent, if I remember, after After studying after, after studying it in person, watching laps and laps and laps and practice and qualifying and NASCAR cars and everything going across well, it gives you a little more insight to the different vantage points, watching different lines going through, watching defensive lines and attacking lines going through. And I think we've had people on the sim lately that have said that sim racing helps them in real life. And I think real life, watching real life racing in person is going to help you in the sim. I agree.
1: I, 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 that's my point. I'm glad that I'm not on a limb there. No, because I don't. I I think sure, you are. I wasn't sure. That's not a hot take, take to of that. me anyway. Because yeah. another thing is the elevation changes. You appreciate elevation changes on these courses. I say that every time I go on location. I said that about Mid Ohio. Said it about Watkins Glen and the which
3: India is pretty flat, except for the we did bay- make we did make a note of yes. Driving any car on the oval, it seems flat. It seems yeah. very very flat. But whenever you're standing at Pitt road and you're watching them transition from a flat turn onto the banking, yeah. it is banking. It yeah. is not It is not an insignificant amount of banking right. either.
1: Right, that's true. And
3: even with the NASCAR cars and the Indy cars on the road course, I didn't appreciate it, probably because of the vantage point that we had for that those races. Right, right. It is a fairly significant amount of banking, even at yeah. Indy.
1: That's true. And, and I wouldn't expect iRacing to capture that. And it, it doesn't. I mean, it just doesn't. It, even part be- of it
3: is the fact that the scan that they have right now takes oval one and two as the last ter- two turns. Whereas well, the current generation of road course cuts oval two off and cuts oval one yeah. off.
1: And, and not so much. the I, think, I believe the physics capture the, the elevation changes. The visual inputs, the, the visual part of it can't. It just can't.
3: And so. I mean, I'm going to be the VR snob as the only one that drives in VR here. But it, it does in VR, not as much as in real life. Um, yeah. Coming over Thunder Valley at Mid-Ohio in VR yeah. is definitely an elevation change that you can see <laughs> and feel. Going through the boot yeah. at Watkins Glen is definitely elevation that you can see and feel yeah. um, that you don't get on a single monitor. I'm sure it's not as much as you would in real life being there, but it does give you more of a sense than a single monitor does. Yeah,
1: that's for sure.
4: So I, I would also add, though, you know, we talked about kind of seeing lines, trying to improve, trying to better yourself. Frankly, just seeing these cars on track
3: makes me want to go back and go into iRacing and, and run, do, yeah.
4: and and run point, the races, even I, if yeah. I'm not trying we to We made the comment right.
3: earlier, I'm surprised that iRacing doesn't have one series at Indy Road this week, knowing that the eight hours of Indy is... Here and I haven't checked the schedule to see if they're at Indy Road Course next week. And I know it's not the same layout, but still, it yep. they follow the schedule so closely most of the time that I'm I'm very surprised that GT3 or GT4 is not not here. Yep.
1: And uh, I think we're at a good spot to take a little break. It's chilly out here. The sun is setting in Indianapolis, and uh, our friends from Operation Motorsport have stopped into Daredevil Brewery. Don't know if we'll set up and talk to them. We'll see. Uh, we might actually see if we can move indoors because we're outdoors and get a little warmth because we're all a little chilly out here But we're you guys are troopers. Uh, we're catching this and making it happen here uh, So we're gonna take a break. We're gonna refresh ourselves We're gonna keep on drinking some fine daredevil beer at Daredevil Brewery in Speedway Indianapolis Right down from the Delara factory right next to the AJ Fort racing uh, Shop what a place to be for motorsports fans. We'll be right back on into the apex
0: Listening to Into the Apex. Apex. Presented by Mad Sim Racing. Follow and join the team at madsimracing.com.